0: This audio sermon is brought to you by the House of Intercessory Prayer Ministries. For more information, please visit www.hipm.org. The series of uh, Nothing But Prayer. If you remember, we have been discussing what prayer can do to us. First week we saw prayer can open the doors of heaven and second week we talked about prayer shutting the doors of hell and last week we understood how prayer can change things around us if you remember last week we saw a few examples from the word of God when Jesus prayed word of God says his appearance God changed we were talking about when we pray things around us getting changed King Hezekiah he prayed and God extended his life for another 15 years Paul and Silas when they were in the prison when they were praying there came a great earthquake and they were released from the prison Stephen when he was praying for Saul as he was there at the time of the killing of Stephen, Stephen prayed to God, Lord not to charge them, those who are hurting me, those who are killing me. Stephen made that prayer and he just left it, he went to God. But then Saul got converted, Saul was turned into Paul things around us changing when we pray in the life of Jonah when he prayed from the belly of the fish and God changed his life and when he came out of the fish he was just ready there to go and minister to the people of Nineveh when we pray things around us change when Peter was in prison and when he was praying word of God says God sent an angel to the prison to release Him so in this series as we study nothing but prayer today we are going to see yet another important aspect of prayer prayer releases God's power prayer releases God's power you know when we pray to God we see the power of God being released and this power of God it can bless us and it can bless someone else but all that what is needed there is prayer when we pray to God the power of God is released and the power of God can bless our own lives and the power of God even can touch others and what we see today in this world is a power struggle you know today if you look at any, of any part of the globe or even any kind of business or industries today, if you take care, consider. What we see is a power struggle. You know, we were we are we know about countries they call themselves as superpower. We see them overpowering the small countries, taking power over the small nations, those who have power. If you say it is a money power they have more money and they can say that I am strong nobody can do anything to me because of the money I have because of the wealth I have We we are seeing them overpowering the poor and you know kind of you know they are kind of exploited and they are used beyond the limit we see a power struggle going on in this world power of sickness power of sin power of the words spoken into our lives power of addiction, there are so many other things we see, the powers around us, even the electricity we call it as power, everywhere we talk about power, right, and strength, power, so there is a great amount of deal about power in this world. Word of God also talks about power. It talks about the power of darkness, powers of darkness. In Ephesians 6.12, we know the scripture, if we can read it from NIV, it says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. And against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. It says, powers of this dark world. There is power everywhere. People are talking about power. You know, even if you go to take some of the, you know, some of the medication or some of the drugs. Or even some of the supplements and say, it's written in big letters, power. Everywhere it is power. It's all about power today. Ephesians 3.10 also says, it talks about powers in the heavenly places. Ephesians 3.10. Powers in the heavenly places. Spiritual forces in the heavenly realm. So it's powers of darkness on this earth. Powers in the spiritual realm. In the heavenly places. Everywhere it talks about power. Word of God talks about power. And we see powers, different kinds of powers on this earth. We God's children, we need power to overcome all these powers, all the powers what I talked about You know, they, these powers will put us down Will put us down when you think about somebody is doing great, you know somebody is wealthy and he has power and his authority The child of God cannot handle It, 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 it Touches our lives for some reason. When we think about there are, you know, there is a great influence of one nation, you know, oppressing another nation. As a child of God, we cannot handle it. You know, we find it very difficult. You know, whenever there is a power struggle going on, whether you believe it or not, who is getting affected is the church, the children of God. They are affected. Power, the move of power, great powers here and there affects a true child of God. Because the power struggle is not. Godly it belongs to this world. It is either of the darkness or it is a power of the in the heavenly realms All the move of power in this world it affects a true child of God He is disturbed or she is disturbed and he is drawn or she is drawn more closer to God to pray more about it You know when God's children get together in prayer there we see the release of the power of God and you and I need this power in order to overcome all these powers of darknesses and the powers of this world without God's power you know we become an easy target today for the enemy you know, if you human way, if our own strength, if you think about it, if you try to control these powers as they affect, as they inflict, as they overpower our lives, you know, we become victims, we become targets of these powers around us. We find at times, you know, we are helpless because that is coming like a flood in front of us. That is just raging over us. No, no, I'm not sure how I'm going to handle this. That's where you and I need the power of God. We are talking about prayer, releasing God's power. I just want to go a little more about this power of God to understand what they are. Word of God also says, it is a power that is compared to dynamite. Dynamite power of God. Let's read a few scriptures. Let's go to James 5, verse 16. James 5.16 says Confess your trespasses to one another And pray for one another It talks about prayer That you may be healed It talks about prayer that is healing The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man Avails much The effective and fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. 5.16, James 5.16. What does it mean? You need to understand probably from different versions. Different versions put it this way. but Put it in different ways. Amplified Bible says, I read it from Amplified Version. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. And in brackets it says, dynamic in its working. It is powerful, it is dynamic. Means you see an action there, it doesn't stop there when we pray. We see an action. When you pray about something, there something moves. That, that's the reason it is called dynamic. It is moving, it is not static anymore. It is a dynamic result is what we see as a result of prayer. You know, we get the word dynamite from the Greek word, any of you remember? Dynamis, if you remember, I think it was a century back, this word was so popular and familiar, it's dynamis. Dynamis is there, is that right? Yeah, oh yeah, dynamite. But anyway. So. It's maybe English version of the Greek word. <laughs> okay. So we get that word from that word dynamis, so that's where we get the word dynamite. In Matthew chapter twenty two, verse twenty nine, Jesus is answering to them when they were a question. He's saying that you are mistaken not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. You know the literal interpretation there is nor the dynamite of God. It's referred to the dynamite power of God in Mark 5:30, and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that power has went, power has gone out of him, power went out of him. It is again referred to dynamite had gone out of him, and he turned turned around and he asked, who touched me? The word dynamite it comes from the original Greek word And that's exact word which is used to refer to the power of God It's little difficult to understand that How can you refer dynamite to the power of God Can you give one example there are many scriptures we can quote If you really get into the word of God One example you know what dynamite does Dynamite blows up things It tears down things right The buildings are tear apart and it is ripped out And it even rips out rocks even it can drill holes into the concrete walls and it destroys things around us that's what dynamite does right now when Jesus rose from the dead the word of God says the stone was moved how can you move a stone you know God's power probably you can say that he has done that through angels we are talking about again God's power God's power can move things around. It is very difficult to understand to realize but if you go and talk to someone who has experienced that miracle in his life and that's where we see the power of God. Yesterday at the end of the service you know one, 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 one man who was sitting behind he came and he, he told about his testimony. He came from a Catholic background and he he came and he had a severe problem he had a severe back pain and he was really afraid that how he is going to face his future he was not sure what to do with that problem and he was brought into the teaching of the word in the proper teaching of the word as he came from the catholic background and someone told him about the word of God and talked to him about the power of God what God can do and he became very sick, more sick, and he, the sickness was very severe, and he was lying in his bed. And he, there, in the day, mid of the day, he saw a vision, an open vision. And it says, Jesus loves you. And the moment he opened his eyes He saw that vision That severe pain just completely disappeared And it never came back in his life And today he goes around and testifies the goodness of God The power of God You know it is very difficult for us to realize Understand but when someone who has experienced that power of God He knows he can tell us what it is Power of God is referred to the dynamite power of God Because it can do things around Prayer releases power of God in our life. How does this prayer release the power of God's in our power of God in our lives? I just wanted to mention two, three things here. A man or a woman of prayer is considered as a nuclear reactor. Have you seen nuclear reactor? Have you heard about it, nuclear reactors? Uranium 235 or uranium 238 is used there, and yeah, and now Krupa is alive. Now she knows, She says, now oh, she knows what it is, right, Krupa? So, okay, U 238 or U 35 is used, and in a fission reaction, and then what happens? I'm teaching a little bit of chemistry here, so what happens? You get what do you get? You get heat, heat, tremendous amount of energy is released as a result of it. and you get um, I keep forgetting I keep, uh, krypton. Or uh, boron, something like that. So it results in two more, you know, elements or isotopes, right? So when such a reaction happens in in, in a, a nuclear reactor, what is released is a tremendous amount of power in terms of energy, in terms of heat. Now, as when children of God, when we gather together in prayer, when we pray. Even the disciples, when they were gathered together in the upper room, when they prayed, the room shook. There was an earthquake. They felt. Everyone felt it. We're talking about the power of God. And God has not changed. Even today, He is the same. His power is the same today. But what is lacking today is the prayer. It's the prayer. When we pray together, you know, God can do great things. Let's read one scripture from the word. Luke 6. Luke 6: seven seventeen to 19. We know the story. we know this uh, miracle. Luke chapter 6 verse seventeen. And he came down with them and stood on a level plain with a crowd of his disciples. And great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases, verse 18, Luke 6, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits and they were healed. Jesus was healing everyone. (laughs) and the whole multitude sought to touch him for power went out from him and healed them all you know what they did to receive the power from Jesus they were just You know pushing forward They were thinking that they just wanted to touch him It's not just that Only that women who touched the garment of Jesus There were many others They touched the garment of Jesus And they were healed instantly And word of God says There were multitudes sought to touch him For power went out of him And healed them all You know what is prayer? You can ask me where is prayer here? Their act of touching him is what is prayer their act of reaching out In faith and touching him Is what, what prayer does today You know when as children of God When we gather in prayer when we pray to God In faith by faith We are reaching out and we are touching him And that's where the power of God Is released when we pray for Someone else who, who may be miles across When we pray from here For somebody else who is away from us When we pray how oh, the miracle Happens by faith you are Touching for him or for her the garment of Jesus in prayer when we do that when we reach out in faith and do that that's where we see the power of God is released prayer when we pray together power of God is released when we pray we are connected with the live wear we are connected with the live wear can any of you go and touch the electricity the wear which is carrying electricity in it We don't have to do that right? We don't do it because we know that there is power as children of God. When we pray together we are connected with the life flow. The streams where life is flowing. The streams where life is flowing, when We pray to God, we are connected As we intercede, Lila was Saying that she was here on that day, crying out To God, you know when we do, when we get Into a time of such deep prayer with God, we are connected with God We are connected with the live stream The moment you plug in A light, a bulb, it's Going to glow, because electricity Passes through it, when we pray When we touch touch The garment of Jesus, of God, when we come together, our when we are alone praying to God That's what exactly we do We get ourselves connected With the life stream Where life flows Power of prayer Really doesn't come from us It comes from God It comes from God The power of prayer Is not based On certain direction You know we've Pray we face And you know certain position of the body Today today there are you know various theologies You know we need to stand And we all need to look at Jerusalem I don't know where is which direction it is We need to look at Jerusalem and we need to pray Or we need to look at in some particular direction Even in some of the prayer halls In some other religion They, they put a mark over there and say that that's where that, that is the exact direction You need to turn and then pray in that direction Only when you pray in that direction Your prayer is answered You know there it is nothing to do with the direction or the position you know some some of us are so accustomed to it we want to sit in a particular position then only we will feel the power of God right it's nothing to do with that it is nothing about us it is from God the power of prayer does not come from the use of artifacts or icons or even candles and beads Power of prayer doesn't really come from them Power of prayer comes from God Almighty Power of prayer comes from the omnipotent One who hears our prayers and answers You know God is there He's the hearer of our prayers He listens to our prayer And as He listens to our prayer He answers us He extends His power And there that's where we see the miracle of God You know Prayer places us in contact with God Almighty and we expect a mighty move of God as we pray for things in our lives. So we are talking about prayer releasing God's power. Why do we need this power at all? You know there are some people today even in Christianity they don't believe in the power of God. They say that we need to learn, we need to go by the word and we need to do things by faith We don't really expect anything to happen We don't see evidences, we don't really go by evidences We need to go by faith We can agree to it to certain extent But we need still power to touch lives around us You know when we pray, this power of God As I said it was, it is released into our lives And also it touches other lives You know remember We are dealing with Christ We are dealing with Christ Word of God clearly says Christ the power Is the power and he is also Wisdom Christ is the power and he is also wisdom Let's read one scripture 1st Corinthians 1st Corinthians Chapter 1 Probably you will read a couple of Verses there 1 Corinthians chapter 1 18 to 25. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 18 to 25. Listen to me. This is this is very interesting here. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. First Corinthians 1 18. The message of the cross is the power of God. So we carry this message We carry this message To somebody else's lives And what comes with us If the message of the cross Is the power of God to me And as I carry the same message Of the cross to somebody else What comes along with me Tell me What comes along with me if the, again, again repeat again If the message of the cross is a power to me When I carry the message of the cross To someone else What comes with me Power. The same power of God comes along with me into his life. Into her life. Verse 19. For it is written I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer? Of this age. Has not God made foolish. The wisdom of this world. Verse 21. For since in the wisdom of God. The world through wisdom. Did not know God. It pleased God. Through the foolishness. Of the message preached. To save those who believe. Now listen to 22nd. Verse 22nd. For Jews request a sign and Greeks seek after wisdom but we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block and to the Greeks foolishness but to those who are called both Jews and Greeks Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. And we are preaching the Christ, the crucified, the cross which is the power of God And we are preaching the Christ to two different kinds of people here Who are they? One group Jews who believe in signs and wonders There is another group, they are Greeks They go by wisdom They don't really look at the signs and wonders They go by wisdom have you come across these two groups in our lives? There are people even in our lives. Someone is looking out there for miracles, signs and wonders in their lives. They can just believe and be drawn closer to God. Only they see miracles. And so there is another group they are. They just want intellectually try to understand the word of God. They want to connect things and understand the word of God. And. As a servant of God, as children of God, God expects us to minister to both, not to just to one group, minister to both. And how do we minister to them? Present the same cross, present the same Christ there, because Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. We need power of God. To touch lives around us We need power of God To touch lives around us When Christ was ministering Jesus was ministering He was handling both the groups very well Have you seen that? He was debating and he was arguing and he was telling them he you know what he was supposed to tell. He was quoting from the scriptures and giving those references right in front of their eyes saying that it is already written. That's what I'm talking about. This is what I'm dealing with. He was making it very clear. Those who go by intellectually. Those who seek for wisdom. And there is another group. They always look for signs and he was performing miracles. And as children of God, we need to handle both these groups in balance. And God expects us to pray because Prayer only can release the power of God in our lives We need this power of God To touch and change lives We are dealing with Every time we need to remember When we minister to someone else In our lives who is on our way You know they do both They have both these qualities Little bit of Jewish And little bit of Greek Right Have you come across somebody like that? Maybe 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 most of us We have both the both the things If you talk to them when The moment you get into some of the sensitive areas in their lives They will open up and say that I need healing in here And as children of God We should be able to pray for them To release the power of God into their lives So that there will be healing taking place Emotionally or physically And we need to feed them the word of God Pure word of God, the pure milk So that they will grow in God And God wants us to be used in that way We need to touch lives, we need to change Lives. There are many scriptural examples for where when power of power of God getting released, just maybe we'll just go through one of that. We read that in First Kings, First Kings chapter 17. First Kings chapter 17. There are quite a few scriptures. I'll just read some of the important ones right now. Uh, What we need today, First Kings chapter 17 verses 8 to 24 we read the incident that took place in the life of Elijah. Elijah the prophet was ministering to a widow in Zarephath. We read that from chapter verse 8. Then the word of the Lord came to him to Elijah saying arise go to Zarephath which belongs to Zidon and dwell there. See I have commanded a widow to provide you. There was a great famine. Elijah had to be taken care of as his prophet. Verse 10 says, So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks. We know this story. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And she was going to and as she was going to get it, he called her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And you know you know what the widow said? So he so she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin, and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, do not fear go and do as you have said but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me and afterward make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel and Elijah is blessing that widow the bin of Lord. Shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on this earth verse 15. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah word of Elijah, and she and he uh, and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up and did the jar of oil run dry. According to the word of the Lord which he spoke by Elijah, verse 17, now it happened after these things that the son of the woman whom, who owned the house became sick. That son of the widow, he became sick. And his sickness was so serious that there was no breath left in him. He He's dead. So she said to Elijah, what have I done to, I, I, to do with you, O man of God, have you come to me to bring my sin to remembrance and to kill my son? And he said to her, give me your son Elijah said to her, give me your dead son So he took him out of her arms and carried him to the upper room Elijah took the dead body to the upper room where he was staying And laid him on his own bed Then he cried out to the Lord and said Elijah started praying there Elijah started praying there He was in a desperate situation The house was blessed by him one day But now the house is going through death Elijah is in a desperate situation there All that he can do as a man of God He can cry out to God That's what exactly he is doing there Oh Lord my God Have you also brought tragedy on the widow With whom I lodge By killing her son and he stretched himself out on the child three times and cried out to the Lord and said, Oh Lord my God, I pray, let this child's soul come back to him. Have you ever prayed such a prayer? Let this, uh, let this life come back to God. Let this life come back to God. Let this child's soul come back to him. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah and the soul of the child came back to him. And he revived and Elijah took the child and brought it to the you know woman that was the story that was the incident that took place you know in this when Elijah was praying when Elijah was praying we see the power of God healing or bringing reviving the dead situation you know that's what God wants to do in our lives to today God wants to revive the dead situation here we see Elijah praying probably we don't know how much time how long he prayed you know some of us may be praying days after days months after months and year after year for some of the dead situation to revive but you know what does prayer prayer doesn't go waste prayer doesn't go waste prayer will release the power of God in his time and here we see the time has come and the boy is awake now and he was presented to his mother prayer Releases power of God in our lives. Such power of God is evidence. is evidenced even in the New Testament, on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter two, and Acts chapter three, when Peter and John they were walking into the temple as the lame man was there. There we see the power of God being released. When Peter was praying in Acts chapter 9 for darkness she was dead and then she was quickened in her body as Peter was praying for her and Peter was delivered in the as the church were praying together for him Paul and Silas, when they were praying together in the prison, we see the power of God being released through their prayer. In the life of Paul, Paul performed so many miracles of healing and deliverance, you know, and even casting demons. In all the apostles, wherever they went, they performed the miraculous and wonderful signs of God. Because prayer releases power of God in our lives. You know probably this is the reason Mary Queen of Scots she said I fear the prayer of John Knox more than all the assembled armies of Europe. Because she knew very well prayer releases the power of God. You know today God wants us to pray more. God wants us to pray more. We keep seeing the reason why we need to pray more. Because prayer we saw it, it opens the heavens door it shuts the hell's door it makes changes it things around our lives and now we see prayer releases the power of God you know God wants to release that power in our lives but all that we need to do is to pray is to pray Prayer releases the power of God. When we pray more. We see lives around us being touched. When we pray more. We see things around us happening. Because they sense the power of God. In our lives. And God wants us to be used in that way. In his kingdom. For our own family. For our own lives. And for our own society. God wants to use us. And I am sure God is drawing us nowadays. To a closer time. you know, To a deeper time of prayer. Prayer. Not sure how this is going to happen but then things are going to happen. I'm sure this is my prayer. You know God may put that fire individually in your hearts. So that collectively when we gather together we see the deeper penetrating prayer. You know rising from this place wherever we are gathering. I'm sure God is doing something great in our lives. You know what before we even think about revival. Prayer. Prayer is the one that brings revival Prayer is the one that brings revival You know some of the revivals which took place in the past if we go and dig into that and find out the reason, it was a prayer. It was prayer. It was a sacrificial prayer. People gathering together hours after hours and praying and crying out to God. And the result is a great awakening, great revival. I'm sure God is going to use every one of us, even in this church, in that same manner. Amen. Shall we close our eyes? Father God, this morning, my Lord, we heard about the power in prayer. Lord sometimes we may have questions why I don't see that power in my life yet I've been praying days after days hours after hours, months after months Lord I've been praying but still I have not encountered such power of God in my life God is working in our lives, God is working in our lives, God is showing the situations around us, God is showing many things around us that's happening, why do we see all these things, why do we hear all these things that's going on around us, God wants us to pray, God wants us to pray. God answered even sometime when people were dead. There were no answer until that point of time. Until this boy was dead, Elijah was not brought into their house to pray. There was a great need felt when such thing happened. Even at the tomb of Lazarus, Jesus came there. Even though it was late. But still Jesus came and performed that miracle. You know power of God. Once it is released from God. It cannot come back without accomplishing the purpose for which it is released. Today all that we can do. Is. To pray to him. Continuously put our petition to God and ask God, Lord, do this for me, Lord. Do this for my son. Do this for my daughter. Do this for my family. Lord, do this in my life, O God. Do this to my church, Lord. Lord, do this to my clients, O God. Do this to to whomever I am dealing with, Lord, today. And as we ask, as we knock the doors again and again, God is going to release this power that is a result of our deep prayer. Hope you are blessed by this teaching. Please write to Pastor Balan Nathan at balan at hipm.org. God bless you.